and welcome to episode five of the Kate and Friends podcast. I'm here with my friend, Alex Clare. Simmer down. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> control. That was pretty immediate. That was, wow. That was excellent. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, Alex, yeah. for people who haven't, that don't know you, what, what are you doing? I, I was fixed. I was, I was, um, setting up the soundboard <laughs> that we now have since the last episode. Soundboard. Yes. It's been quite a while since I've been here. Mm. <laughs> we weren't even in this office the last time we made this podcast. Yeah. It, you, you can quit looking at, your, at yourself up, up there at the thing. Well, I like looking at myself. There's a, for those of you watching at home, there's a, can, can we get a view on the, on the camera? Um, yes, there's a TV directly in front of me that I'm just drawn to look at mm-hmm. um, subconsciously. You I could think. look at, at me and we could. You know, I can look at you on the TV as well. <laughs> so um, this is a new setup than what we've had before. It's a drastically uh, different setup. Um so this is this will be the set the um, the studio, if you will, for Kate and Friends podcast for the foreseeable future. And you know, it's been about almost two years to the day since our first. It's very true. It, I think in just a couple of weeks would be our first mm-hmm. two year podcast. So two years, <laughs> our first two year anniversary. Sorry. <laughs> um, so a lot has changed. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff still going on in the world. Um, but I'm back visiting home. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last time we talked, I had just come back or I was about to go to Cedar point. Now I'm back from Cedar point and I, uh, yeah. I will be going back to Cedar point again. So the great, the first four episodes of the Kane of friends podcast really um, were good, like documents of the pandemic somewhat. We only talked about it here and there a few different times, but um I, I think you got to see some of the journey there, some of our own personal journey, and it's going to be great to sort of, it, it catches people up to speed with us. And then um, now going into this new leg of the podcast, um, we should be fun. And it should, this, this episode is meant to act as a pivot point for people of being like, that was this, this one. And then, this is another one, just me and you again, um, before a string of new guests and everything, actual if, if friends. You, if you think of it in a, like, you know, like a lore perspective, <laughs> there's, there's like pre, mm-hmm. pre black, red and white background mm-hmm. and then post black, red and white background, mm-hmm. I think is, <laughs> you know, BWR, <laughs> Burr, but mm-hmm. were Rob. So yeah, there was the, the or, it was the orange background for the three and four, third and fourth one, yeah. right? And then which the, this I think this light was in it. There, there's a few carryovers. Um, the light then, mostly. <laughs> the first one there there was just audio. Audio, which we were in a room. This light was in the room. So that, well, we'll break that here. We we when we recorded at our old place, we had we had this light in the background. We, we also previously times did not have a proper microphone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, I think it was actually, you spoke into one of the cameras that we're using right now. Possibly into the audience's yeah. camera we right looking now. right into the audience. Yeah. I was talking directly into you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, Maybe I was talking directly into, oh. into you. Mm-hmm. 
you know, who knows? And if you ever need your close up, Alex, just say close up, please. Close up, please. Okay. Let's, let's should okay. we try it out? <clears throat> yeah, let's try it out. So it's like, like we're talking here in a conversation. Okay. So, um, do you have any strong opinions about alligators versus crocodiles? Uh, can I get a close up? Oh, sure. Alligators are the better dial. If you were to, you know, <laughs> so to speak, four legged, weird water creature. Um, and we know this due to a coin cost <laughs> that you can catch on our Patreon. Yes. Um, good little plug for our Patreon, um, our mic checks, um, which is just the little pre-show we do before our show as we get ready. Um, they're available to get if you subscribe to our Patreon, if you become a patron of us at patreon.com slash K Thomas. Um, a lot of fun banter. And this one we were trying to, we were, we, uh, we have not, we have not introduced Google on this episode. This, that's a huge get. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Okay. So we, we talked a bit with our, one of our new co-hosts of, of Kane and Friends uh, podcast, which is the Google Assistant. Um, so, um, hey, Google, would you please introduce yourself? I'm your Google Assistant. How can I help you? Um, what are you really good at? Good. I have a pretty smooth voice. Ask me to serenade you. Mm. I don't know if we can do that <laughs> due to copyright. <laughs> um, hey, Google. We're good for right now. We'll get back to you later. You know where to find me. <laughs> On our table. <laughs> um, let's, so yes, let's hear it for Google. Google. Ooh, that's good. Audience loves Google. Erupt. <laughs> um, they, they knew the amount that they should applaud, and then they were like, and that's it. it. We hit it. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. Not, I, nothing super substantial on the Patreon. Uh, mm-hmm. just like you said, some banter, just mm-hmm. some small quips, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. See, so if you want to become a patron, nothing like all that important to the thing is there. So you get all the content here that you want, but if you say more, please, I want more then you can go there and get you more, all uh, more than you could ever want. And it's, it, it'll help support, um, new stuff, mm-hmm. cameras, lights, um, um, our filmmaking, you know, or these thingies. Yes, we could fill. We, hey, fill that hole. <laughs> that's that's our our next budget of goal is to put a red red hexagon. Is that a hexagon? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Okay. Hexagon. Hexagon. Um, hey Google, what's a hexagon? According to Wikipedia, in geometry, a hexagon is a six-sided polygon or six-gon. That's right. Six the total gone. of the internal <laughs> angles of any simple hexagon is 720 degrees. I think that's about it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Sixagon. Sixagon. Why don't we call them sixagons? I know. It would be it would be a lot easier than <laughs> trying to remember a hexagon. Yeah. What's like a seven-sided thing? He- hey, Google. I think it starts with an H. What is a six-sided polygon? On the website twinkle.co.uk, they say a hexagon is a six-sided shape. You asked for a six. Do you want a little more context? (laughs) No, no. I think it's a septagon, but we'll ask. Hey, Google, what is a septagon? I think we... According to Wikipedia, in geometry, a heptagon or septagon is a seven-sided polygon or seven-gon. The heptagon is sometimes referred to as the septagon, using sept, together with the Greek suffix agon, meaning angle. So what's interesting about that, so sept is seven, you know, as in September, but it was like they added, it's the ninth. 
September, but so they add like whatever the Gregorian calendar added two months or something. Um, so we should that's go back why. to a 10 month year. We should add like 15 dates each, 10 days to each, whatever, yeah. seven days to each. How are you doing? Whatever the math is. I think that's, I, I believe what it's August and in, in, in July because they're named after like a Augustus and um, Julius. 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 Cool. Thanks. Well, cool. Anyways, that's <clears throat> Google Assistant. Google Assistant. Um, so yeah, um, a lot of changes we've had. A lot of changes, and I, Some I changes coming up. Some changes coming up. We have. Um, I, I think it's going to get us back to. If you listen to the first podcast and the second podcast, there was um, a lot more segments, a lot more here's segments, and then the third and fourth one had these problems of there really wasn't any segments. They were just kind of um, looser or whatever. Um, they were still good, but we're going to have more segments. It's still going to have time for conversation, of course. That's what makes the world go around. This conversation, right? Um, like that's we're doing what now. Makes, that's what makes banter. the world revolve on its axis conversations. Yeah, I okay. think so. Good. I scientifically, I think. Um, hey, Google, right. what makes the world go round? To hear the news, say, "Tell me the news." You can also ask for news from specific sources or by topic, like, "What's the latest in technology?" Mm. I'll send a link to manage your preferred news sources to the feed tab in the Google Home app. Oh, that's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to go through later. So I guess we don't know. The world doesn't know, actually. <laughs> I, um, I guess I got to check the check the news if so I want I'll fill the time. Um, we got some stuff. We, we, we already have some stuff ready uh, to go. Um, after this, <laughs> we, we, we've been, we got some really fun guests coming up that we plan on recording with that we, we have recorded with. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, you know, it's just going to come in and, you know, we got a lot of new stuff coming in by the time this one comes out, hopefully most of this stuff will be out already. We might have a, a short little, um, mini doc about a guy named Don. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Might, um, might. We, we, there might be a movie podcast that you have with yes. some other guests. That's correct. Um, there's a couple, you know, some big things coming in. Um, yes. and we're just, we're really looking forward to it. Okay, do you want to jump into our first segment? Well, I feel like the first thing we need to do is like, you know, where have I been and where have you been? Because I feel like that's what we always did. You know, two years into COVID now, mm. boosters have been out. Oh, know, yes. World's open up. We're all boosted now. Boosted. Um, yeah. Uh, Boost. Uh, Was that a thing? Okay, I'm trying. This is a weird memory of mine. Okay. In high school, which we're the same age. Yes. Um, same grades and everything. Um, yeah. So, um, in my high school, I, I get the feeling this was something that was just local and the, uh, the, this was something that wasn't like everywhere. I think that some people just came up with this, but I could be totally wrong. Cause I thought that before and it's just like, it's the thing that everyone talked about and it was something on Twitter or something. Cause I'm really not all that plugged in as the kids say. Um, they would say boost a lot boost i i do feel like i have i i feel like that was a thing i could not tell you what it was for mm -hmm. i bet it, it must have been everywhere then because it because they acted like i should know what that is was but, it like a video game maybe but no they were they were like boo it was i don't know, maybe like a sports thing. i don't know what it was <laughs> i don't know if google would be able to answer <laughs> that one but they were like boost or like and boosted they would say some things like that and that was that was a slang in about like the 2014 2015 era but they would they would definitely say that and it was it was it was something along the lines of like hmm. 
it was something along the lines of I'm trying to remember how it was used in that sense. Like it was, it was like I think like a way of it was a positive. It was a positive thing. You'd be like, I don't remember. I don't quite remember how it how it. Uh, Boost is a supporting character in Cars. What was Boost in Cars? He's the leader of the gang called the Tuner Cars. There was a gang in the yeah. Don't you cars? remember in Cars? Like there's the four. Light up cars at night, and they're the ones. Is this that, in the first cars? Yeah, in the first cars. I've only seen the first cars. Um, there was a gang that roamed, roved in, in, yeah, in, yeah, in Radiator yeah, Springs, or in no, no, not Radiator Springs, but um, let me see if I can't find. Were they it. at the races? Are those the only two options they could be? Um, oh my God, there's a whole lot of lore for him. <laughs> the the tuner cars. Here we go. Let me. Oh, tuner cars. I don't know how you do. Okay, so Mac, they're the ones who got Mac to fall asleep. They were the oh. Yeah, here's a picture of them, the tuner cars. Yes, they're the ones that like did all that. Yeah, they they're got, the ones that caused all the problems. Yeah, yeah. Um that's Okay. Oh, they're in a video game. That's cool. So where have I been? I've been in the same place. Do the same thing. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> there's that's enough time taken away from that. Let's go into our first segment. Okay. Well, you didn't catch you you uh, <laughs> Um, yes, I've been to Utah and then Ohio to work and I'm going back to Ohio in about just a couple weeks from the recording of this. I'm right here. Um, back to Cedar point. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was looking once again at the TV. <laughs> it's just very fascinating to be like, there's me mm-hmm. maybe a little conceited, but oh well. Um, but yeah, so I will be going back to Ohio. I'm in Ohio. I will be, I, I just Ohio came right from now. Ohio. I'm in Oklahoma <laughs> And I did a little short stint in uh, Utah. 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 Did you like, uh, if you had to rank the people, how did, how did you like the people in each of them? Not like the personal people that you know, but like the general vibes of strangers. What is average? What is the what, average number? What's, what do you mean what's the average number? Would it just be like 5.5? 5. 5? Okay, so out of 5, you think? Or out of 10 is what you're saying? Out of 10. I guess it would be like 5.5. What's five. the average person like? What, yeah, yeah. What would like the average? Be? I mean, I assume like five point five would be like. Well, around. just I, I would just say rank the, like in an order. Like, was the Utah people particularly nice or not? Um, we didn't have the best time in Utah, but Utah mm-hmm. would like you know it's a mountain people. There's a lot of there's the Mormons, um, and the Mormon church definitely has a very interesting hold over the state um particularly I, in salt lake which is where yeah. you were at yes and so it was very interesting to see uh, they were very nice people I, I never had a problem with anything um but you know just kind of seeing that like you know just kind of being an outsider mm-hmm. and, and going into utah and and just seeing like these people who are just like very mormon mm-hmm. um you know Do they pop- try to convert you to Mormonism? i never got like no one ever tried that on me mm-hmm. um but you know it, it. It's a beautiful city, mm-hmm. um, and the it's Mormons a beautiful know state. how to build a city. They do. They do. It is beautiful. Um, but it's just very interesting to be, like go online and just like see people talk about it and be like, "This is very important. Like you must be Mormon or something." And so it's just very yeah. like, hmm. Um, but you know, I, I yeah. think they were nice. Um, I don't have any real complaints. Just a very different, different state. In Ohio. Ohio, I like. I like Ohio quite a bit. I mm-hmm. I very much. What's enjoyed the Ohio. vibe of people there? Are they they nice and everything. Yeah, I think Ohio is similar is to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you would you could say like nice, calm. Um, you know, kind of similar to Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. Florida, it's a little crazier, a little more hectic. Mm-hmm. At living in the, like the the cities of Orlando. Um, so yeah, cool. 
Ready to go in our first segment? Yeah, let's go to our first segment now. That's our, the update. Okay. The Alex and Kate update. Alex and Kate update. Um, so, oh, let me cut to my... Okay, I'm still learning these um, switches and everything. Our first segment of the new Katie Friends podcast is Lore Crimes. I think it's a perfect time to... Uh, do we do this now or wait to the one we played at the end of the thing? I'll just go ahead and do it now. Krim made these music uh, for us. This is actually our first time playing them live in studio mm-hmm. with them. Like we didn't have that in our first four. So we have those now. They were added in post, but now we have them and they're great. I love them and I love Krim. Krim uh, did the music for Ribbon as well. And he um, did, um, I did a music video for him called Night Stalkers with Andrew Nichols. He did the thing and Debbie. Who we're about to see? Debbie's in the was in the. You saw that, right? Nice. Yes, yes, yes. You look at me like you had no idea what I was talking about. I personally liked the popcorn scene, the sped up popcorn, popcorn popping. Hypothetically, there should have been a version where it was just the music and not all the setup. But that's just me critiquing myself. But there was a lot of setup. Half of it was setup, and then half of it was just the music and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it could have been a quicker version where we got to the just the actual music video. But it was it was fun. It was really fun setup. It was like. For Halloween. That's not important. We're not talking about that. Krim. Krim, Thank you, Krim. Krim makes great music and you should check him out on um, Spotify, on what Bandcamp, on um, Apple Music. I don't know. Wherever you get your music. Um, he's on. Also, you can follow him on YouTube, Instagram, and um, um, Facebook. He has a Facebook page. He also does cartoons. Have you ever seen any of his cartoons? I have not. Oh, we should check out his cartoons. They're really fun. Uh, they use a lot of his music and fun anyways lore crimes more crimes yeah this is bringing back all the way from the first uh episode um and where we dive into a specific um lore of a what like a company a um something some sort of uh, product or a tv show a, a movie some sort of thing that has a deeper lore than you had initially anticipated yeah yeah what have we talked about in the past? I do not remember. You it remember has been it? two years. They, um, I know we talked about Holiday World. Yes, I think we've referenced. I don't think it was actually in a thing, but we, we probably do need we to do that. It. Holiday World again. We've, we've referenced this now twice, probably. Then we need to talk about Holiday World. Um, I believe it was Where's Waldo, wasn't it? Oh, my gosh, yes, because he has a whole family, and it's different in England. It's different in England, and there was... Um, uh, he had like an, an arch nemesis and there was a yes. wizard and fun stuff, fun stuff. But we haven't done this since. And this one's not all that spectacular, but you know, it's fun. This is a nice callback and um, everything. And if it, if it's either a lore crime or a lore oh, yes, hero. Sorry, right? we didn't explain this, this up front. Yeah. So at the end of the, we, uh, we're going to run through this all. I'm going to show you all this stuff and you're going to decide whether this is a lore crime or a lore hero, meaning is it, is it positive or negative? Um, ultimately was all this lore good or bad? And I believe we landed on lore hero Lore I'd hero. Like I'd like to think we landed on lore hero with Walter. In retrospect, I'd, I would change it to lore hero if I didn't. Yes, I agree. And especially knowing what this one is, you'll see. Oh okay. Boy. So here we go. We're actually going to have a, Anyways, a slightly- lore crime. <laughs> I like that. I like how all, each of them are unique as well. So uh, stay tuned for more. Stay tuned for more. Um, okay. Here we go. I'm gonna, I'm, we're, there's going to be a visual component. 
Um, you can hear it, of course, if you're just a, if an audio person, but uh, an audio person, a person who listened to the podcast on audio. Um, but if you do watch our YouTube thing, you can see some of these things that I'm about to show you. So our lore crime for today, let me switch over to our other, um, you know, everything they say, Alex. No. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Who is Mr. Clean? A man of few words, but many muscles. The origin of Mr. Clean. Where does a man so clean? This is off of the Mr. Clean website, by the way. This is um, this is um, Meet Mr. Clean. Um, this is a subsection of the Mr. Clean website. Um, it, it, Mr. Clean website has four tabs, shop products, how to, which is a bunch of how to spring cleaning kitchen, how to kitchen makes sense. I would imagine how to clean, but that's not in there. It just says how to kitchen and how to walls and how to floors and how to beyond the home. Some could say home happier. Um, <laughs> that's a call forward. <laughs> um, and then there's an about Mr. Clean section that's and amazing. then a rewards and coupons. That's amazing. Well, let's look at this rewards and coupons before we get carried away here. What kind of coupons they got on here? If you've You're got about to clean up. You're about to clean up, save with Mr. Clean. Okay, U.S. coupons. If we were in Canada, we could have different coupons. What? I had to sign up for... So, I don't know if you know this, but um, Mr. Clean is owned by Procter & Gamble. So, P&G. That's what it says here. Well, I don't want to sign up for anything here. But it sounds like you can sign up for to earn points through Procter & Gamble. So, if you really use a lot of Procter & Gamble products, this would be a perfect opportunity. And you can donate... 25 points for a donation. Plus a donation. Plus a donation. Will you earn, we donate. Make an impact as you earn reward points. We'll donate to your selected cause each time you do. Wow. Oh, so you just scan a receipt and stuff and they give some donations. Hmm. Well, that's good. Good for them. Good for them. Good for Procter and However, Gamble. if you're watching Procter and Gamble, you need to update your website to say <laughs> how to clean. <laughs> Hang on. Go to how to... How to uh, how to Bathroom. beyond the home. <laughs> How to beyond the home. How to screen is spring cleaning might be. Yeah, that still is weird. How to beyond the home. Want to conquer tough rust stains? See you later, stickier sticker. residue. Sticker residue. Clean your grill. Oh, sticker. Uh-huh. Clean your car rims. Clean your patio furniture. Clean your sports equipment. Clean your stroller. Bring a new clean to old toys. Hmm. So they just tell you how to clean things. Let's see here. How so it should work. definitely be how to clean. Oh, they have videos. Yeah, you could sit here. It tells you. Oh, we're muting that. Okay. Grab a magic eraser, extra durable. Wet, then squeeze squeeze out excess water. Erase. <laughs> wow. Works great. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, winner. Winner? <laughs> winner. Um, what, was it a competition? <laughs> So yeah, that was for audio people. There was a little animation in which they told us how to clean uh, patio furniture, and um, it was all it was <laughs> buy our product, use our product. There was really just two steps if you yeah, really think about it. That was underwhelming, but and also there was only one winner. But to my knowledge, there was only one person competing, right, Mr. Clean? <laughs> so no wonder he was the winner. Okay, well, but okay, who or, is Mr. Clean? Who is Mr. Clean? Because you've wondered that. So uh, before we jump in, who do you think is Mr. Clean? Um, what would you think of that Mr. Clean is? Howie Mandel. 
But, but like, what's the story when you look at them? Like, what, what, what did you think of this? Mr. is a man who grew up in a dirty household, right? Okay. And he wanted to, like, he hated being dirty. And so he started just cleaning and he wanted to just make more and more clean stuff. And eventually he said, I can make this a company. I want to share my clean with the world. Okay. So, you, but like his whole appearance, it's just, that's just how he is. I think he's just, you know, kind of balding. He's, um, he's an older man, obviously mm-hmm. with, you know, his white hair. He's um, got like a little, maybe, maybe, um, you know, maybe a little, 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 well, let's, you could say it. Little fruity. Well, I wouldn't say it like that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he has a, um, he dresses all white. He dresses all white. Could be possible white nationalist. <laughs> you think that's going to be part of his, his biography? <laughs> well, he's in all white. He's a white man in all white. <laughs> the, well, he, the, the signs aren't a, helping. He's got a tan to him as well. Yeah, but that's because he's outdoors a lot. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Well, why would he need to be outdoors if he's mostly just cleaning indoors? Did you not just watch that commercial about patio <laughs> furniture? This this man, is he's either a little gay or he is a white nationalist, and there's no in-between. Okay. I think that's fair. There he is. So it says, the origin of Mr. Clean. Where does a man so clean with so many muscles and such a bald head come from? Oh. Many stories have been told over the years. Some say he was a genie. Okay. Like, I, you know, I can see that. Don't you? With the, with the little earring and that like he kind of appears magical, right? Yeah. Okay. And so I think uh, researching this, a lot of people thought he was a genie and there's been some sort of things that, like he was sort of described as a genie because he dates back to the 1950s. Oh, wow. And so there was some things that people sort of said that he has these magical qualities and perhaps he's like this cleaning genie. Others say a sailor. Don't get the sailor vibe. No, but this is a story. This is a story most often told. It was early one summer morning when a farmer set out to tend his field farmer as he'd done every morning for more years than he could remember. That's not healthy, but this wouldn't be just another morning because it was a morning that he looked down to find cleaning his front steps a small, sturdy baby with a remarkably shiny bald head. Okay. Break that up. So hang on. Let's let's so a farmer. Mm-hmm. So he's just dropped off at this farmer's house. Yeah. Why is there no setup before well, what did this baby do? Why did he get abandoned at this farmer's home? Like why are we why, so uh, yeah, why why is it told from the farmer's perspective and not Mr. Clean's perspective? Because I kind of want to know what what what, he, what did he do? I was just yeah. Why? I mean, surely the parent had a reason to, right? Like, was he just not like? Were they not able to care for him? It's possible. Could they not afford him? Did the cleaning thing just really bother them? Yeah. Did they like, just does hate he cleaning? do? Does he do? Maybe that they were dirty and they wanted to be dirty. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> but you know, but uh, this baby. Um, Maybe they well, said that's a white nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> white nationalist baby. And also, he's been bald his entire life. Yeah. Seem to be that's genetics right there. It's <laughs> yeah. got to be. Next sentence. He was the cutest, cleanest baby the farmer and his wife had ever seen. I guess he's seen a lot of babies, a lot of dirty babies. Yeah. 
lot of ugly, dirty babies. <laughs> and so they decided to adopt the little guy as their own. Oh, that's nice of them. Though. That is nice of them. It's, it's kind of like a Superman they story. They could have eaten him. <laughs> could have, like, could have eaten him. But, but isn't it very similar to a Superman story? Yeah, they just... Because Superman landed, landed right, and, and took him. What? He just landed. But, but who? What? Okay. Superman landed, and then they took him in. They took him in, yes. But, like, adopted. he could have been just chopped up and eaten. <laughs> but that would sort of suggest that the farmer and his wife were cannibals or something. Well, we don't know what kind of we don't, they were on. We don't know. We don't want to assume. We don't want to assume, but I, I'm saying that, like, most likely. He could yeah. be an alien or well, he, a genie. Could, well, you know, that would be a lot more interesting that he, he is like a Superman alien. Like he came from a planet of clean, clean freaks and he landed there. They just can't get dirty. Just can't. Well, they, they don't like dirty. They're, uh, they're, their job is kind of like, you know how like Wally's job was to clean and to do everything. They're, that's they're their wallies. thing. They're, wall, they're little wallies. This is a quote. Don't know attributed to who, but it says, quote, Mr. Clean learned to be, uh, to be the best at what you do. You uh, learn to be the best at what you do. You need to work harder than everybody else. It sounds like he didn't learn that. He just was. Hard work pays off. There's a lot of photos of him just <laughs> in college. He graduated. <laughs> also, I'm seeing an ad on the side. Get extra tough on dirt. Mr. Clean cleaning tools from Butler. Visit Butler. No, thanks. Okay. Hard work pays off. He was born cleaning or he was. Found cleaning. I don't think hard, that was hard work. That was just well. Maybe he does. Maybe he's going to school or something. Because he there is a picture. There's a picture of him in a diploma. In, in a, a diploma, book. and then a a box of Mr. Clean magic erasers. I don't know where that makes sense. <laughs> Mr. Clean's parents were hardworking folks who lived by the motto: "Quote, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing right." End quote. It's with that worth ethic and his natural love for cleaning that Mr. Clean set out across the globe on a mission to become the best, toughest, hardest working cleaner in history. Okay. After years research, wait, oh, what? After years? No, that's your right. After years research, Mr. <laughs> Clean. <laughs> After years research, Mr. Clean finally wrote the Encleanopedia. <laughs> a chronicle of his adventures and everything he'd loved. He had learned about cleaning. So after years, but what is that supposed to be saying? After, after years, years of research. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. And there should be a comma there anyways. After years, if it opens with the prepositional phrase, well, they need to edit their page. <laughs> <laughs> this is on their website. Um, so, okay. Sorry. Um, but also I want to buy the cleanopedia. Is that what that's a picture of? Oh my God, that's got to be right. Yeah, I I, I don't think you. Hey Google, possible. what is the Cleanopedia? Sorry, I don't have any information about that. Oh. We're, are, I think we're being lied to. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone started trying to suppress the knowledge that Mister Clean went and did a, a years research of. That's sad. The book eventually found its way into the hands of a company called Procter and Gamble. Oh, maybe they they said this is too much knowledge. We gotta hide this. Uh, we'll make the magic eraser and these little uh, liquids or whatever. But that's it. Who knew they'd found the man who would change the way people clean forever? For Mister Clean, it was a dream come true. Wow! Thank goodness for Procter and Gamble. Really. Yeah. But they're suppressing his book. Yeah. Oh, it's last sentence. The, the adventure continues. Now as the face of his very own cleaning brand, 
comma, should be a comma. Mr. Clean embodies everything that makes his products so special. He's tough, fearless, inventive, helpful, and has the muscle to knock out dirt, grease, and grime no matter where it's hiding. That got a little dark. Uh-huh. He's going to find that grease and grime, and he's Uh-oh. going to destroy it. Oh, that worked out pretty well. So I have questions, mm-hmm. obviously. So I think you're right. I think he's definitely an alien, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like they can expand on this lore. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I'm just going to say it. Right now, it's a lore crime. Okay. Oh, already. You're going to go. I'm going everyone. to go in. But I mm-hmm. think it could become a lore hero. I okay. think there's a lot of things they could do with it. Now I see you have a link to a YouTube video. Oh yes, I do. You want to see the? There's a few commercials. I think we watch one. Um, this right here kind of is a visualness of what we just started. Okay. So are you ready to hear this? Let's let's, let's see it. <laughs> now I wanted to point this out to you. They're trying to hide this information. Oh my god! It is it, currently we clicked on it. This is a video on their thing. It says this video unavailable. And you want to know why this video is unavailable? Why is the video unavailable? Because it got intense backlash when it was made in 2013. Intense backlash. And so I'll leave that there. For is it also because we might just be recording and it's anti- no? Actually, no. It, I looked this up before, and this actually did get intense backlash. Um, but it also. Um, I don't know why they would just not remove that link on their website, but yes, it is a private video on their YouTube. What page. kind of backlash did it get? Um, it got backlash because of how um, visually disturbing it is. You're lying. I'm not lying. Google. <laughs> well, I'll show you. I'll show you what it is. There, someone else uploaded a version of it. So okay. Um, but first off, we're going to play a 1989 uh, commercial for um, Mr. Clean. They left me in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. wow. Guess I know oh, that is, yeah. Mr. Clean. Oh, thank God. Himself. You might need to talk over this to help Mr. us not Clean get... Mr. Clean cleans tough He looks a little <laughs> creepy now. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Why does he look scary? Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Oh, Mr. Clean. Yeah. There was a jingle we'll that they did. The yeah. You see that? Can we had to... They can Mr. live in the kitchen. They can live in the kitchen. That's the shine. He leaves nothing behind but the shine. Oh. This is a 1998 a commercial. With a lawnmower. Lawnmower. Honda. Sponsor. That's interesting. That's a boat. That's a real boat. It's not a on the new LEV Accord. So it's a Honda commercial, is it? Seventy percent lower emissions. I'm so confused. Why is it? Oh, oh, wow. So products, look at what down. Wow. He, oh, what would they call you? They'll call you Mister Clean. Get it? <laughs> okay. Here's the commercial that we've been waiting for. Here. Are you serious? This is serious. A five minute commercial. It's not. Sorry, no. This is this is a string of other commercials, but we're not only gonna watch like like a minute and a half of these because the oh. rest of them is just all these. These are the most. Um, so yeah. So thank you to, I'm going to go ahead and thank this person for their service archiving this commercial that Mr. Clean wants to deeply um, hide. Mr. Clean or the company? Oh, sorry. Procter and Gamble want to hide. Um, This was uh, funny commercials. They got a lot of subscribers. Subscribe to them and say the Caden Friends podcast brought you here because, you know, we'll, I mean, we're a much smaller uh, channel than they are. (laughs) I'm just reading the description okay. they have here, and there's just it's just the normal basic Procter and Gamble. Yes. Okay, so you're 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 
you're serious when you say this commercial that we're about to watch got backlash. It got backlash from people. Well, well you you remember this might be an important time to talk about. There was that very famous commercial also kind of a few years after that that was him. It was like the sexy Mr. Clean commercial. Everyone was made fun of like him, like doing all that. I kind of enjoyed that. Yes. Well, this was before that. I think that they made the sexy one to get away from this. Okay. Let's see it. This is a bit, essentially the visual of what we had told. We were told before. Okay. This is, this okay. is, this is, this is the Mr. Clean story. This is the movie, the Mr. Clean movie. Oh my God. That's the farmer. Remember the farmer? Oh, look at the dust on his boots. He's got dusty boots. Oh, there's a shooting no star. No one can say for certain where he came from. Oh, my from. God. But they're certain. It's the same thing that we said. <laughs> certain he was born clean, by the way. See, while most little boys always find oh. ways to make messes, okay. he'd always find ways to get rid See, of them. CGI for anyone just yeah, listening to this while everybody else is human being. Oh, my God. Fun. He's definitely an alien, right? Yes. As he grew older, his curiosity oh, like with us. This. this is... So he left the home he loved oh. to learn more. Is that like... No, it's not. And when he <laughs> I thought it was a war situation, but it's definitely not. He's really oh. smart. His passion... He was old from further. the beginning, wasn't he? He was like a Benjamin Button type situation. Oh, they found ancient of cleaning. He learned everything there was to learn. That, oh. This one could be a little about getting rid of grudge. <laughs> he doesn't speak, and that's the also weird, part. right? Yeah. He wasn't doing it for himself. Oh, oh they had He was doing it to help others. He's hitchhiking. Oh, no oh he showed us. Uh, oh, look at all these people kissing him. The mess was. Wow, that's so It's hard weird. to say what might have been exaggerated over time. Oh, my but one thing's for sure. One thing's for sure. And what when is that? When it comes to clean, there's only one mister. They say Mr. Clean's oh. grandma was a great <laughs> She could do just about any job so around the so we know we're learning his grandma. All-purpose cleaner ever. I think that means he's an adopted grandma, clean. right? Not only does it cut through dirt better on the floor, <sighs> You're, like grandma, no. it's tough enough to do all She's obviously really tough. And with double the cleaning power, I think she just learned. He learned. I think this is adoptive grandma. Okay, I think that makes sense. Happened to. Which sure made grandma proud. Oh, so it made his grandma proud. Wow. She did not age at all while he aged like cleaner. eighty years between those times. They say he was born to help people clean. Oh. But there are some places even Mr. Clean doesn't want to lug a whole bunch. Oh, where's that? That's why he created the magic eraser. Oh, okay. Just one eraser is versatile eraser enough to clean all kinds of different surfaces. There we go. And three times more grime per swipe. More grime. So instead oh. of fussing with he sure hates buckets, grime, doesn't he? You can get back to the great outdoors. Oh, great outdoors. How much can be He chiseled great. a bear. Why didn't he ever do that with a bear? Clean, there's only one. There's mister. only one mister. Oh. Oh, he about got attacked. Okay. So why did that get backlash? Because it got backlash because of how creepy he was looking. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of liked it. I'm not going to lie. I might be in the minority there. Okay. So, um, end of story. Mr. Clean, lore crime or lore hero? Lore crime, but I think they can make it a lore hero. Mm, okay. Now, here's my question. You get someone like Howie Mandel or something, right? You get an actor. So, you you make him like a real person. You, I think of, you make him a real person. Okay. Right? I think that's the way you you go about it. You know, you can keep the branding and everything as as the CGI art artsy mm -hmm. Mr. Clean. But I think you make a commercial with there's, like, there's two ways that you go. 
you yeah. go flow from progressive level where he's yeah. it's just kind of quirky in real life and like you kind of do that and he's mm-hmm. just and you do a funny thing with like yes I'm obsessed about cleaning and that's my thing and you kind of just but it's a little winking at the camera but it's just it's just that yeah. he's like I've always wanted to do it I love cleaning and you get a Hallie Mandel he's a germaphobe yeah exactly per- perfect perfect person exactly but he's it, bald he's bald <laughs> I think I, that's why I think Howie is the perfect person for it and so you just, you just put him in a white yeah. thing and that's it and, and then, that doesn't scream white nationalist <laughs> Howard Mandel doesn't. No. And then, or you go CGI alien. Yes, yes, you go CGI alien. You go other, like he's, he's a weirdo freak. Like you go Burger King burger, like, like how he's kind of supposed to be creepy, you know, and all that. And they kind of play into that. You, you go that route with him where it's like weirdo kind of thing. And like, you know, and you get a lot of people. What if he's like the last person of his race? Yeah, like his, his like, planet like was Superman, destroyed like and he just. Like survived. you just take the Superman situation. Yeah. But he just wants to clean. America. Yeah. And the world. In the world. And, you know, whether it's in the forest or grandma. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's just, he's like, my duty is to clean this planet because they brought me in. They made me part of their their things. And I want to give back to them. And your world is so dirty that I'm going to clean it up with every fiber of my being. I I think you could have your own MCU, if you will. (laughs) Mr. Clean Universe. Yes. Yeah, I think that you need to introduce. It needs more lore. That's not just Mister Clean. He needs buddies. He needs yeah. things. I think you could. I think you could start just like this little, mm-hmm. like series. Well, what else does Procter and Gamble own? Oh. Okay, let's ask Google. Hey Google, what other brands does Procter and Gamble own? On the website businesswire.com, they say P&G serves consumers around the world with one of the strongest portfolios of trusted, quality, leadership brands, including Always, Ambipure, Ariel, Bounty, Charmin, Bounty. Crest, Bounty. Dawn, Downey, Ferry, Febreze, oh Gain, Gillette, okay. Head & Shoulders, Jeez. Lenore, Olay, oh Oral-B, Pampers, Pantene, <laughs> SK2, Tide, Vix, and people also sometimes ask me, how many companies does Procter and Gamble own? Do you want to hear the answer? No. <laughs> so it's quite a bit, quite a bit of things, but not too many. This is why they're bad at it. Not too many of them have mascots. They don't know how to deal with these mascot situations. We need more, you've always said we need more mascots. I have said that, and I think that everything needs a mascot because I really think these mascots, I think that all corporations should be just ways to... Um, be content creators for their mascots. I've said that before progressive. I'm glad that they do all this money and all this insurance, but it's really just a content farm for flow stories and uh, Geico, I, Geico, do whatever they make money, whatever. It's mostly just a content farm for this, doing this gecko and the caveman and what they don't know the caveman anymore, but you know, all these other ones that they do. Caveman was phenomenal. Caveman was phenomenal. I also liked, um, what was it? There was an, the, the, the camel. There was like, there used to be those ones that were like, there was that guy that came up. as like, oh, da, 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 da. I don't remember what, how, what the great. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. That wasn't all that important. Um, but, um, oh, that's interesting. Lenore in Europe. Um, but none of these really. Um, old Spice. Oh, why don't they use the Old Spice? Like, why don't they, whoever does the marketing for Old Spice, bring in to do Mr. Clean. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. There you go. Oh, and they got, oh, these are the vested brands, so they don't really own anything of those. Discontinued brands. But yeah, so I think that, I don't, but so there's not really anyone he could cross over with. Oh, Charmin. Charmin. Oh, the Bears. The Bears. They like being clean. Yeah. Alex. 
Mr. Clean, lore crime or lore hero? Definitively don't say like if or what as it currently stands, lore crime, lore hero. Lore crime. Oh my God. The verdict's been said in. I agree. I agree. It's not, it's not great. Now, Kate, would you be willing, if you were contacted by PNG mm-hmm. to create this MCU, if you will, mm-hmm. Mr. Clean Universe, yeah. would you take up commercials? Would you take oh, up? Of course I would. I and think- I would go the weird way. I wouldn't go the, the natural way that everyone would say. Mm-hmm. Like they already went weird with Mr. Clean. Go weirder. Mm-hmm. Go absolutely crazy. I, I say you do a weird Superman style thing. And I think I think if you wanted to, you could and even... That, that goes on to the lore they already established. I would respect the lore that they have. I think you could go in and you know possibly even team up. They've teamed up with Hana before. You could team mm-hmm. up with Hana again. You could team up, up with Burger King. They have the weird Burger King man. Mm-hmm. I think you know there's I think there's a lot of range. It seems like that they're okay with um with uh, doing things like that. Yeah. So I think I think that would be the way to do it. Okay. Well Great. that has been Lore crimes. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And great. Wow. That was great. That was- I have a question for you, Alex. Yes. What is something people have always uh, surprised to learn about you? You know, nowadays it's that I used that I had long hair. Oh, really? That no. I used to have long hair um, and big beard. I, I look sort of like a hobo. Um, I had this big unkempt beard. I had this long, un- well, yeah, mildly kept hair. Um, just very long, you know, just back down past my shoulders a bit. It was a big beard. And, and we when couldn't, I showed- friends couldn't convince you to cut your hair before. Nope. No one could convince me to cut my hair. The only reason I cut it is because I went to Disney to work. Mm-hmm. And so I had to shave my face and all that. And then Disney, while I was there, let people have facial hair. And then I've just kept like a trimmed beard ever since then with the short hair that I've been told it looks much better. Um, and I never believed people until it happened. And then I was like, all right, well, maybe they're right. Um, mm-hmm. So that's actually the, the probably the biggest shock uh, for people yeah. to learn that I used to be just completely different. Yeah. That is, I mean, and I, and I think that it was a shock whenever um, you did change that to people that knew you with the long hair as yeah. well, because that was so much a part of what you were doing there. What about you, Cade? What are people shocked to learn about me? Yeah. I don't know. I think like, you know, it's weird. Like in personal life, I don't mention like my filmmaking all that much. Like people have to sort of say that. And I know that at work, that's been a thing of like no new people. Like they're like, Oh, and he does film stuff. And it's like, Oh yeah. I mean, like I I try to keep all that sort of separate. And so you really like birds. You're really big bird, bird guy. Yeah, I guess I was done with what I was talking about. Yeah, I'm a bird guy. <laughs> oh, well, you, get, you had a little pause there. I was just like, I was just like, all right, and that's done. It's, but yeah, I, I don't think anyone would be shocked to know that I like birds. No, it's not that you just like like birds. It's it's that you really like birds. <laughs> yeah, you, like birds. We will be driving, and you will go, oh, birds. Like you, you have an interest in birds. Yeah, I, I like. Like birds. if you were a 70 year old man right now, you would go outside and bird watch. See, I don't, I don't think I like birds from like that big of a difference, but I would, I would like, I could see myself if I lived in like by a park, I would go and have bird feed and I would feed birds that were close up. You would but do I, that I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out to like a nature reserve and get binoculars and look at a bird far away. I don't, that doesn't sound interesting to me. But you would, you would sit at a park bench and feed birds, throw bird feed for an hour. Yeah. Or crumb, bread crumbs or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I would. See, that's a little, I think that would, I don't think you know anyone would be like, Cade, bird guy Cade. <laughs> but man. I don't do that. Like I'm, I'm, I, I, when I see a bird, I'm like, oh my God, bird. I do like, I like, I guess it's like what people's reaction is to when they see dogs. I, Cause I know dog people that go around and they're like, oh my God, it's a dog. And like, that's culturally acceptable for some reason. And it's like, fine. I mean, yeah, I feel like dogs are around all the time and they're just in our lives and it's, they're, they're fine. I fine. I don't have a problem with dogs. I like dogs. <laughs> and, and, but like, I don't ever, and when I see a dog, I'm kind of like cool. And, but and I don't want it to come near me. And, but it, it, they often do. And it's just like, I don't know how to react around them. Cause I don't really want to touch them, but cause I don't, I don't know. So it's like, I would like it to keep its distance, but it doesn't. And, but people love dogs. People love being around them and want to touch them. And then we'll see a dog. They'll like freak out. And I don't understand that. But when I see birds, I get that. I'm like birds and no one else is like birds. They're kind of like, Ugh. they don't even like notice them or they don't care about them. Or I don't know. I don't know. What do you, when you see a bird, what do you feel? Nothing. I see a bird and I'm like bird. Mm. Oh, you get excited. <laughs> Dogs, <laughs> birds are your dog. Yeah, I like I like I, I wish I could go touch a bird, but they won't let you and they won't come up to you either. But I also think I respect them more for that. <laughs> so because they only want a natural like if I had like food or something, then they might come and stuff. Would you ever have a pet bird? No, I don't want a pet. I mean, out the flightless bird, maybe, you know, but like, like a, a penguin. Like a, I have <laughs> I like a club, but, but even then it's like the other way. I like, I, I like chickens and I, I erase chickens and I could see myself having chickens again. Um, and any sort of like animals like that, I guess you can like race peacocks that way. So like more pea fowl as they're called, uh, flamingos, flamingos fly. Oh, you're right. And so I, I wouldn't ever want a, a cage, a bird, you know, that is a wild. You probably bird. wouldn't want to clip them either. Then you probably yeah. wouldn't be very clippy. Yeah, wouldn't be very clippy. So, um, so does that mean? So, the way you described a dog, cats are generally less like come up to you. Mm -hmm. Would you ever have a cat? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had cats before, and I, 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 I like, I like cats, and I've always like wanted cats to like me. Um, so that's, I, you know, and I. So for you, it it seems like. I'm going to analyze you a, mm. a bit here. You want to turn down the, the computer volume just before you oh, analyze yes. me that way. Yeah. You like animals that don't just passively <laughs> in a general sense, like a dog sees you, they're going to run up to you. A cat sees you. They're going to be like, cool. Yeah. Um, birds see you. They're going to be like, cool. And then you get up close to them. They're going to fly away. Mm -hmm. So you seem like you like the animals so far <laughs> <laughs> that aren't going to run up to you. Yeah. Um, unless you have something to offer them. So a cat would run up to you. You have food run up to you. Bird, you have food come up to you. Well, even like, I don't know. I would say like if you have food for a cat, they're going to be a little bit less trusting than like a bird is because birds can fly away. Like they can, they can get away. You're not going to be able to really catch a bird all that much, but I guess cats, you can, you know, you, you I guess you could hurt a cat. And so that they're scared of you kind of hurting them. Um, so that's a hole in your logic, I'm saying, Alex. So hey, if, <laughs> if I, outside the store, had a cat being delivered to us right now, would you adopt the cat? No, I wouldn't. I don't. <laughs> what? I just don't. I don't want. I don't want animals. I don't. I, 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 I genuinely, and this might offend people or whatever, because right, they are, they like animals and stuff. And I'm sorry, but that this is just the way that it is. I, I like animals. They're, they're dirty. And I don't close up, close up. <laughs> I do not condone any of Kate's words. 
<laughs> but I that's that's my biggest problem. I don't want hair around. I don't know how people can sit there and complain about hair in their food and then have like a cat in their mouth every night. <laughs> and then like or whatever, like it, it's 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 gross. It's gross. And you just have to sort of lie to yourself that it's not gross. It is gross. Hairless cat. That's <laughs> what you need. But I mean dogs, I mean cats, I mean all that. That is it's gross. They're gross. And there's nothing you can do about it. That's what they are. And you're supposed to, I guess, love them despite that. And I and I understand that, but like you've got to first admit that they are they're gross, like a like I guess another human being would be. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But you would hope that the human being would, of course, be a little bit more conscious about their their cleanliness. You know, dogs and, clean themselves. Yes, cats do clean themselves and, and everything, but they still like shed. You know, some some of them, some of them more than others. And so there are cats that are a little bit more cleaner than other ones, of course. Um, and I get that, but that's still a big problem of mine. You know, and that was, I guess, my parents, my you know. My, my grandmother was Cherokee and all that. She, they believe, she believed, you know, if you have an animal, they're outside animals because whatever, and you don't bring them into the house because it's just, that's a. So a you would have maybe like a thing. barn cat. <laughs> you would, yeah, I would do that. Yeah. And you'd pet. And then I'd, cause like, I can't touch an animal without immediately. I need to wash my hands mm-hmm. and do, I can't, I can't. I can't, that's why like whenever I'm in a situation where they're like, everyone's like, oh, a dog, I got to touch him. I'm already running through the things in my head. I'm like, if I touch this dog, I can't touch anything else. I can't touch anything until I get to a place to wash my hands because I don't know where this dog's been. has been. I don't know what it's touched, what it's sniffed, what it's licked. And now it's going to come over here and get onto me. And now then I'm like, oh, then in my clothes, I can't let it sit around because then I'm going to have dog hair in my house. I have to immediately get the clothes off once I get to where I'm doing and washing them to get this hair. And then what if it gets in and doesn't get off? It, 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 it's, it's a whole thing. And everyone else just sees cute dog. That's fascinating. You know, I'm, 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 I was going to say I'm similar, but I, the more you talk the less similar I feel. Um, I will immediately feel like I need to wash my hands. Um, if it's, if it's a stranger's cat or a dog, you know, and it's someone I'm not like friends with. If you had a cat at this point, I'd probably be comfortable petting it. But, you know, when I first meet someone's cat or dog, after I, I pet it, I, I'm like, I need to but wash then, my hands. But, but like, okay, so you have a cat. I do have a cat. Yeah, okay, so you have and a cat. And two dogs. You don't have a problem with its just hair being everywhere. No, I'm, I've just gotten you don't have You don't it. have a problem with its hair eventually just getting in your mouth and getting in your, in your things and, like, getting in your food. It doesn't get in your mouth and your food as much as you think it would. <laughs> it, it, it does unintentionally. It, just like anything else would. Like, it's, not, it's no different than my own hair falling in. I'm not carrying my food around at my dog's level. My dogs are small dogs. My cat is, a, you know, a cat. But it gets in your your fingernails. It will get in your things. It will, you pet the things. It will, it will be on your hands. You'll touch another thing. It'll eventually be, I mean, it, it's around. The fur doesn't just stick under your hand. It's not like you just like put glue on your hand and rub the cat and now there's <laughs> well, fur. It, but, but there's going to be, there's going to be that everywhere. And it's going, it's going to be, just look how much it gets on your clothes. Well, yeah, that, those are clothes though. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't have a problem with it, I guess. And I, I see your point in that it is, that is a little different. Um, I, th- I think it's a little different. And I know this is something that people's not going to like. It's a thing that I, that they don't like. And I, and I bring this up and it's something it's, it, I, I get particularly, I don't like talking about it because people get so defensive about it and they're like, not my thing. Or I take my, 
dog, it's the groomer and it's clean and I bathe it or whatever. And it's okay, fine. I'm, I'm not attacking you personally. I'm saying I, in general. I wash my dog every <laughs> night, every morning, every evening. Um, and, you know, it's a fresh towel, dog uh, shampoo. <laughs> I don't know why you would hate me. <laughs> why do you hate me? <laughs> and I am saying I don't know that whenever I see this dog running up to me. And I just don't particularly. It's a it's a thing. I don't I don't know why, you know, I grew up someone in suburbia. So I know that these people, these people love their animals like it's part of their family. It's weird. And I all the dogs I had were outside dogs. They were fine. They that they had all we lived on five acres. They had places to roam and to live and everything. And I, I, you know, they were happy and I'm sure your dog's happy too. I'm not saying your dog's not happy. I'm just saying, uh, stop it with all this stuff. Stop making me have to like these things. It's weird that you like it there. I'll say it. It's weird that you like it. Okay. It's just as weird that I don't like it. Okay. It's whatever. It's weird. And stop trying to judge that. I don't particularly like dogs. Close up. Leave a comment below on do you think Kate is justified or do you think it's weird? Are you weird? <laughs> is it weird to like animals or is Kate just an absolute outlier? Leave your comments below. Let us know what you think. Um, I personally think Kate is a little weird, but I think I, I understand. I'm saying everyone's weird. That's my perspective <laughs> is that, you know, it's it whatever. It's not, it's an opinion. Yours is an opinion. I'm not saying you're particularly, I'm not saying you're more wrong than me. I'm saying that we're whatever, everything. I'll go on record and say you, you opinion. are more wrong than me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just that type of person. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think I would love to see, like, if if we just brought you in a cat and just said, okay, take care of this cat for the next two years, would your opinion change over those next two years? So, you know, I, 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 I've had cats and I've, and I've like, and, and we've had different, and I've had to take care of other people's cats and stuff. And they're fine. And I really, I, 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 if I had to rank them, I guess I'd like cat. I'm more of a cat person than I am a dog person, I guess. Even though I I, 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 had, I had a dog throughout almost of my life, and that was the best animal I ever had. Um, I love that, the dog. Um, but um, but I think in general, I would say I'm more of a cat person. But from a distance still. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I want I want to see you with an indoor cat. For You have to take care but of it I for like two years. I don't want it all over my stuff. And then just having to constantly clean the the hair that's everywhere and then just having to have a thing that you had to take care of and spend money for, I, you know how much money I've saved just not having an animal. <laughs> Probably a decent amount. <laughs> Probably a decent amount. Actually it's like not having a child. Yeah. You're saving a lot of money, but exactly. I just, I wonder it's if it's responsible. <laughs> I wonder if your, your opinion <laughs> would change. If you had a cat that was getting up, you know, jumping up on this table as we're recording, going, and, and meow, head butting over. over your, Mm. You know, getting into the fridge when you happen to accidentally leave it open and you're like grabbing the eggs to cook something um, or bake something, whatever oh, you use in the for. kitchen whenever you're making things. Well, it's probably not on the cabinet. Um, most people the, this. Uh, the more you describe it, it's a nightmare. It's a literal nightmare. But when you go to sleep at night, they're there sleeping with you. I know. And that would be the biggest thing that'd be off limits. They would not be able to be in my room. That is the biggest thing. <laughs> I don't want them in the bed with me. That's immoral. 
<laughs> I'll say it now. If you don't let your animal sleep on your bed oh, with you oh God, or on Alex. your furniture. Oh, God. I mean, that could be on the couch or whatever, I guess. But in the situation, that'd be fine. But I, in the bed with me, whatever, dog, cat, Keeping bird, your feet whatever it is, I wouldn't know. I do not want them in the bed with me. That's crazy. You know, maybe don't get an animal. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't. I just can't. And, I, and, I, and I'm tired of acting like that I'm crazy. I'm tired of containing this part of myself. I'm got This is good. It's going to ruin our, our podcast. It's going to absolutely ruin our podcast. So no one's going to watch after this or subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Thomas, because they don't want to give money to a person that just doesn't. I, I can't. I can't do that, Alex. And I'm tired of being told that I'm supposed to. I'm tired that every time I get around people, they're like, oh, are you a cat or a dog person? Or, oh, are you, what's your animals? Do you have pets? I get questions about that all the time. And then they, when I say no. I don't have any pets. And I try to say that as calmly as possible. I don't know. Don't have any pets. And they sit there and they're like, Oh, well, we need to get you a pet because I have a little pet named Chooky Dookie Doo. And they're the, my favorite thing in the world. And it's like, good, fine. Be happy. But I don't know. No, 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 I'm not. That's good for you. I'm happy for you. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And I and stop trying to put me in your cult. I'm not going to be in your cult, your cult of these things. Okay. I'm not. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but just stop. Please stop involving me in it. <laughs> for those of you who couldn't see, I have been laughing for the past minute solid. Great. I, I think that's a new segment called Annoying <laughs> Cade. <laughs> wow. Um, you want to get into Prowse Party? <laughs> for the record... I like animals. At least half this <laughs> podcast likes animals. I'm sure most of our guests like animals. Yeah, I mean, you would be the only person that I would probably have this conversation with because I, you know, I, whether what guests, I, well, I would be outnumbered at that point. I would only have it with you where I'm at at 50% of the, the audience. <laughs> what, what I think, what, what I think needs to happen. I just realized there's something. Here. I don't know when that game here. Cause I was also having problems with it. That's, that's just set it over to the side. There's a thing on our table that <laughs> don't know where that came from. Um, I, I think what you need to do is you need to come into this and just like capture that audio recording of your, of your, <laughs> your rant, I guess. Yeah. And just anytime someone mentions it, you just like, hang on, pull it on your phone and you just hit play. You say, this is taken from youtube.com slash Kate Thomas, um, you know, podcast episode number five, K five <laughs> Alex and Cade, <laughs> you know, um, and then you just play it for them. Uh, you, so a little plug and then you play it for them and then they're like, wow. And then you just, then you say, and then they're like, we're on. never talking to you again. Yeah. <laughs> you have offended me as a person. Cause they, they, these people like act like that. That's like the biggest part of their personality is having a, a having a thing. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. And I'm like, I want to be clear here. I, I, I they, sh I, I, I hate like, I hate animal abusers. I don't condone anything like that. Like, it's not like I think that they're, they're bad or whatever, and they need to have things happen to them or whatever. I don't, I love them. I love them from a distance. I think that they should exist. And I think that I love that they have homes that love them. I, I, I think that they're great that they, that I wouldn't want a world without them, you know, just like I wouldn't want a world without beluga whales. I'm glad that they, those things exist too, but I, I don't wouldn't want a beluga whale in my house. <laughs> You want, you, you want to, you want them to be in a zoo <laughs> enclosed so you can look at them from a distance and no. say, 
Well, I don't want a beluga well enclosed either. So I'm just saying, like, I'm glad that they're 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 there somewhere and they're happy wherever they're at. So if that's in some people's homes and stuff, I'm good. And I'm glad. I'm not trying to say don't be happy. Fine. There's very few things in the world that can make you happy. And if, if, if these things make you happy and you're not abusing them or whatever, and, and, and it makes you happy, there's no, there's no net negative, but just stop trying to make me do it. Okay. Stop trying to make that a thing for other, and I understand there's people and you could talk about it with other people. Just, okay. This is a blanket thing. Don't talk about it with me. I'm glad you're happy. And I'm glad of that. And stop trying to force me to do it. And that's fine. It's fine. But I, I hope, hopefully I'm, there's other people. Please let there be other people that agree with me. Uh, <laughs> if you agree with me. So here's the thing we can I've do. I've never heard of another person to agree with me on this. So <laughs> if you agree with Kate, leave it in the comments. If you disagree, <laughs> I'm, we'll, we'll just assume you disagree. But also if you maybe want to go into more in depth, maybe you don't want to leave a comment because you're afraid of getting shamed. Email us at Kate friends at, at gmail. At gmail.com. If you want us in hate mail, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise of that. Oh, but no sure. hate mail. Well, you know what? Fine. If you got a hate mail about this take that I have, send, send, send it, send it to cadefriends at gmail.com and I will read it. We'll read it. Don't make it personal. <laughs> I don't think mine was, I didn't say, Hey, Terry, uh, you should hate your animal. I didn't say that. Did I? No, no, I didn't. You so don't, don't, you don't <laughs> want to have them, but I, I'm also reading these emails. So just, you know, note for Cade and then you can spew the hate and then for Alex, love you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for being a champion of, of animal owners. I, you know, it'll be really sad if like, you know, if, if all these episodes, everyone has just hated me uh-huh. and they're like, Kate is why we watch the show and we hate Alex and we hate his voice. And now this is going to flip this the, is the script. Tide. This is the tide change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was the thing of like, and off button and maybe, uh-huh. maybe yeah, they hate watch it from now on. <laughs> <laughs> watching. You know, you can also hate watch our um, our Patreon. Hate subscribe to our Patreon as well. Yeah, and here's here's what I would say. I've had to deal with you guys my entire life, and you guys doing that. I think that it's about time that you um, respect us a little bit. <laughs> us, those other those the commenters that's also on my side. I don't know. I don't know if you're there, but I'm going to say you're there. And we're a silent army. Okay. That's been around. That's been waiting for our time. Wow. All right. Well, I think that was a fruitful. I I, I like, I was saying, I I raise chickens. I like chickens. I like chickens more than dogs and cats. I love them. I guess like people would have them. I had, they they had their individual personalities. And I'll tell you, that's the sad thing. People sit there and eat chickens all the time. They had personalities. That chicken sandwich that you ate had a personality. That's why you're a vegetarian. That's why I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) That's why. Yep. (laughs) That's why your least favorite meat is chicken. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I'm, uh, I'm just saying uh, to wrap this up in a bow. Uh, some things were said here today. You haven't seen you like that in a while. <laughs> some things were said here today that um, that could cancel us on our show. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I stand by probably like 90, 90% of what was said. If this needs to become the and Alex. If, it, if you do have a problem with one of it, that was the 10% that I don't stand behind. <laughs> If you think this should just become the Alex and friends podcast. <laughs> I would like the other yeah, next episode. Um, we've, we've read the comments. <laughs> we've read the comments. This is, this is we have now, we, we have now changed the format of Kate and friends podcast. Um, Kate's no longer on it. 
I think it'd be, you know, but we had to, the name stays because, you know, that's what that's what we're locked into. But but it's now <laughs> Alex is the main with yeah. Kate as an occasional. Mm-hmm. I only come on to apologize. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I have a prepared statement. <laughs> Make one of those really bad YouTube apologies. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, this, you know. I'm sorry that you were, like animals. Things were, <laughs> things were said and... Um, I, I, uh, you know, sincerely apologize from the bottom of my heart for offending anyone. Uh, offending anyone. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, I, I truthfully am saying if you love it, continue to love it. I, you know, I, uh, you know, there, like it's, there's very few things on planet earth that, um, that you could, you could find for joy. And so if you if this brings you joy, and it's not hurting anybody or anything, then what are you trying to do? I'm trying to say a sentence uh, yeah, yeah. here. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to like wrap it up. <laughs> um, but if it, find your joy. And if that's, that's it and you're, you're taking good care of it and everything, then that's great. Yes. Thank you. Oh, the audience is with me again. Okay, great. I think that's a great way to end. We're going to do a prouse party. Let's go to prouse party. Um, would you like to do the proper? Yeah, I didn't use any of my close-ups for that one, and I think that's probably probably for, for the good. Um, and now here's our, our final segment: <laughs> Prouse Party. <laughs> Great. You got a, a number. <laughs> We're going to just go into the rest of the podcast after that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess we just, we, we'll we, see. We'll see how well that, um, well, it's not <laughs> Prouse though. <laughs> yeah. It might be pronounced Proust, right? Hey Google. What is the Proust questionnaire? Thank you. According to Wikipedia, the Proust questionnaire is a set of questions answered by the French writer Marcel Proust and often used by modern interviewers. Proust answered the questionnaire in a confession album, a form of parlor game popular among Victorians. So, well, that's what this show is named after, Proust. And she just, thank you, Google, for giving us that excellent explanation of the the, the show or the the segment. Um, Proust or Proust. We'll look into it. We said we was going to look into it more and we did not. But that's in a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> we learned that that was not possibly the answer. What it was called. Um, 18. Number 18. Who are your heroes in real life? Not any of that fantasy world that you live in. Um, I really like Weird Al Yankovic. And I've told you this before many times. And I times. think you've said that on the podcast before. Yeah. I really like, I really like Weird Al. I think he's a very good genuine person um i think he's you know a great guy um mm-hmm. i stand by you know he makes these parody songs but he you know typically gets his permission and he's but you just, don't know this guy personally no but i have been to one of his concerts and he seems very nice all the stories that's i've pretty read, much knowing personally yeah, any story i've read about him i've never read a bad story about him if you have a bad story about where now you can like we're gonna please email us yeah please email us friends at gmail.com we might not do that because i might border on slander but um well, I don't think there are any. I'm that <laughs> confident. Like, what's the worst thing he did was maybe, like, forget to say, like, excuse me. Like, no, Weird Al seems like such a nice, great guy. 
It's, it's quite possible. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Nice did you guy. see that, that documentary about him that Netflix did? No. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I is mean, he, a good, it, is it, he a good guy? Um, it was mostly it was mostly about how um, this murder corp- seventy two children. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mostly about that that arson. Um, the uh, no, but the, this this company essentially owns Bob Ross's name and everything, and like they kind of stole it from him, and um, they still continue to make money off of his name all these years later. Oh, wow! I mean, the human Bob Ross. Yeah. Who do you look up to? Um, heroes in real life, I would say, are frontline workers. That's when you do a close-up for yourself. Oh well, I was I was I was going out to the audience to oh. applaud me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the late response. That was on me. They didn't really. I guess our audience isn't pro frontline workers. Oh, they turned back around. I've convinced them. Um, heroes in real life. I don't know. I guess you know teachers in general. Oh, yeah. They do the uh, thankless jobs. I guess there's bad teachers, but I don't know. I, I you know, people. I don't know. I, th- I always thought people were. You need needless, a boo on this. Need, need, <laughs> they were needlessly. Um, um, whenever I was school, there's people that didn't like teachers and I thought they were kind of, um, mean to teachers, you know, and I thought there's I, no reason to be mean to a teacher. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess there's probably some, I guess, oh. you know, <laughs> but I, I personally, I never really saw one that was, you know, like, okay, whatever. There's sometimes maybe rude a bit or whatever, but I, I think know. it's okay to be maybe a little maliciously compliant with them. Maybe a little like, you know, very Maliciously. What's that? What does that mean? Well, you know, like if they tell you to do something and then, you know, you like, you it's so that. ridiculously stupid. Um, and then you just comply with it maliciously and you're just like, fine, I will do, you know, 17 jumping jacks without stopping, but I'm not capable of doing 17 jumping jacks while, un, like until stopping because I have a broken leg, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to break my leg even more and then get that teacher fired. Is that a personal story? No, <laughs> but I feel like that's, that's, you know, in the, in the realm of malicious compliance, malicious compliance is the behavior of intentionally inflicting harm by strictly following the orders of a superior while knowing or intending that compliance with the orders will have an unintended or negative result. Okay. So doing a jumping jack with a broken foot will, I don't think that's, I think it's a bad example. Yeah, it's probably a bad um, example. So how um, would you believe? So a, a social studies teacher, she's teaching you history. She's like, what, what, what would she do to upset you? I don't know. I'm just using an example. Well, what, what, what would you, what would you, what would you hate that a teacher does? Oh, she's like, all right, we're going to reenact world war two. And then you come in as Hitler. Okay. <laughs> Alex, you got Hitler. Oh, she's handing out the, the, the roles. Okay. You guys are this, you guys are that. And everyone else has the, you know, they have, they have good roles. You know, they get to be, oh, the United States. They, they came in and saved everything or whatever. Whatever the United you States You get did. a real place Germany. And, and then, then you and, just. And then you're like, and Alex, Hitler. Okay, and what then, do you do? The, oh what do you do? No, you walked into this situation. Well, Alex, I think I think to maliciously comply, if you're like, oh, well, you put up the fight. You're like, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I don't think we should be doing this. Like, this is literally Hitler. Like, this Close isn't up. okay. Like, this is not okay to be doing Hitler, right? <laughs> um, and then they're like, too bad, you have to do it. Then I think you just go full out. You you dress up as Hitler. <laughs> you come to school as Hitler. You come to school as Hitler. You dress up as Hitler. You learn a little German. 
You come in and you say Hitler stuff. <laughs> and um, so you get trouble. So, but the, the people you like, have hey, it on record. Alex, why did you go to school? <laughs> because Mrs. Social Studies told me I had to be Hitler. And, that, and so you just say, and you were uncomfortable with it. So you say, fine, I will be Hitler. <laughs> and then the teacher's like, you're in trouble. And you go to the principal's office because obviously you're just as Hitler. And then you're like, I said I didn't want to be Hitler. I was not comfortable with <laughs> this. I'm Jewish. You know, it'd be like a Jewish kid doing it, And then they're dressing up as Hitler. And they're like, I'm Jewish. I got Hitler. Like, that's just not okay. <laughs> so I came as Hitler to show how not okay it is. And then that's when they're like, you're right. You got a point. You're not suspended. Yeah. You think that they're not going to suspend the kid that's dressed as Hitler? Well, they shouldn't at that point. <laughs> Remember, this is a Jewish student. <laughs> I don't know, Alex. I would probably choose not to dress up as Hitler. <laughs> I don't condone Hitler. Hitler's an awful person. No, it sounds like in this situation, you really wanted to dress up as Hitler. No. But you did. In this situation, dress up as Hitler. For the malicious compliance, it was an example. <laughs> it was an example of malicious compliance. You said I had to come up with something. <laughs> I don't know, Alex. You're just trying to get people to forget I about your know, animal I'm anti-Hitler, I guess. I don't like... I'm anti-Hitler. <laughs> I don't know. I, he's an awful person. You know, I think we should invade Germany again. <laughs> for for what, Alex? Hitler. <laughs> For, for Hitler. Just remind them you guys had Hitler and just kind of be like, no, no more Hitlers and just reinvade Germany. Well, we haven't just, done Hitler again. Well, let's just preemptively stop <laughs> our next Hitler. <laughs> I do not condone invading Germany. I love the Germans. Mm. I love Germany. I don't like sauerkraut though. I stand by that. And that has been Prowse Party. Do you like sauerkraut? <laughs> Um, oh, um. And that's been Prowse Party. Thank Lex. you, Krim. Um, I don't know if he must be thanked <laughs> after what's been said. So just going to leave it at that. Um, <laughs> We've had, this has been an animal <laughs> hater. I don't think that that would, that's a strong <laughs> accusation you're throwing at me, Hitler. <laughs> Um, anti-Hitler. You were, no I, I, Hitler. you were, okay, we're not going to go into the whole thing. Comments, do you hate <laughs> Hitler too? Or is this, is this thing going to be censored by how much our podcast mentioned Hitler? Oh, I hope not. Mm -hmm. If you also hate Hitler, comment below. We're going to take a stance. We are anti-Hitler. Anti-Hitler. We are anti-Nazi. We're anti-Nazi. We are anti-fascist. Yes. We don't believe in fascism. But to answer your question, I'm not, I, I'm fine with sauerkraut. I don't like it. I think it's gross. <laughs> It's it's I, I think it's gross in a um like that's the point, right? That that that's the point way. If you like sauerkraut unironically, you like the taste of it. No, I would just say I unironically like it as well, but I mean You think I, it tastes bad. I think that's the point. Like like sour patch kids taste bad, but it's like No, they taste good. They're fruity. They're sour. Right? Yeah. So like that's just the same thing. Like it's like that's the point of it. Like pickles are kind of bitter and all that. Like that's the point of them. Like the sauerkraut's the same way. Like, yeah, it's like they don't taste good because they're not supposed to taste good. They're supposed to taste good. They're they're bad, but they're good. That's the point of them. If you think sauerkraut just tastes good, <laughs> well, like you do, but like like sour. You're not supposed to really like like sour. So it's a natural body response to not like sour. 
Right. Like that's why we have it for sour milk to know if something's bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm following you. And so there's things that are added that have sour, you know, vinegar, different things that are kind of have a bitter taste to them or whatever that dusting that they put on sour things, uh, you know, sour patch kids, the worms, the sour dusting, sour dusting, <laughs> sour dusting, if you will. <laughs> the, the point is, is like you, you, you kind of, it's you kind of like it, but it's kind of, you know, all right. I see. I, I accept. Yeah. And so that's what sauerkraut is. Is like it's like, yeah, it, it you like the badness, I guess, or that not and badness is probably you know whatever you know, but it's you like the the offness of it, I guess. Okay. I don't. So. <laughs> you don't. But if you look at it that way, if you look at it like a Sour Patch Kids situation, where it's like it's owning up to its badness, like it's own, it's owning up to its sourness. I have whatever. to respect it then. Yeah, but you know I won't like it. I'm not about to eat a bag of sauerkraut. A bag of sauerkraut. But I mean, before I visited you, I got a bag of Sour Patch Watermelon. Oh, our lights died. <laughs> <laughs> we drained the battery of our lights. I, well, I, like, I think that, that about covers it. All right. Um, oh, what are you doing? We already did Prost Party outro. Uh, our lights died. I think they put on us. I think... I guess in summation, um, this this could wrap up. this this could this could this could um, ruin us all, Alex. Do we put this episode out? That's the question. Yes, <laughs> we embrace it. We show change, mm-hmm. controversy, controversy only. You know, if mm-hmm. the amount of controversial figures out there can do controversial things and still be okay, mm-hmm. I think we'll weather this. Yes. Do you think that Procter Gamble is going to have a problem with us putting their brand in in this episode? No, I think they're going to, hopefully they stop listening after the Mr. Clean section and they're, they contact us next episode. Yeah. And then someone's like, they contacted, they were watching it live and they immediately like, we got to get them on the phone. And then someone continues watching on as they're calling. They're like, and they call to us and they're like, oh, hey, hey, Alex and Cade. Um, you be Alex and Cade in this. Okay. Hello. Like, hey, um, I just finished watching this podcast. It's currently playing. My secretary is watching it on right now, but I just stopped listening and I'm like, I need to call you right away. Cause I want you to do these ads for Mr. Clean. Would you guys accept doing more ads? Yeah. And I, you know what I would do? I would say, uh, yes, I'm going to record myself accepting this. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yes. Definitely. This is a contractual. Yes. Okay. I'm all for it because I'm Mr. Proctor, Proctor and Gamble. It's a hyphenated thing. I'm, I'm the children of both Proctor and Gamble. They're my parent. My, my mother was a Gamble. My father was a Proctor and I'm their child. Yes. We will, Proctor Gamble. we will do the commercials for you. Yes. Wait, wait, hold up. Sorry, Too sorry. late. Secretary, sir. Secretary saying something. Did, did Kate say he hates animals or something? No, that's out of context. <laughs> wait, he wait, hold it. I'm getting another thing. Did, did you say that you're, you would you dress up as Hitler? <laughs> also out of context. <laughs> I, I don't know if as me, Mr. Proctor Gamble would want that as part of our thing. Well, contractually, I've already said yes. <laughs> did wait, hold up. Did your lights go out and you continue to do a bit in the darkness? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that offends me more. <laughs> I, uh, that should be the probably the thing most people take offense. Dale. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> it's all a dream. Great. It didn't turn on. Thank um, you for watching all of you. Thanks. Yes. Um, if you want more of this, subscribe to us on Patreon. Email us. If you'd like comment below, tell us what you think. Um, give us your opinions on everything. 
Um, is if Kate wrong? Any, if you, Am I wrong? <laughs> any comments, questions, or deep concerns about <laughs> us? I think this is the episode where we no. might get some concerns sent to us. We are pro-animal and anti-Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be clear. I think, I think you made a good point to Procter & Gamble that those were taken out of context and you could take those severely out of context. Um, and please no one take in, take the <laughs> clip of me going, I would dress up as Hitler. Just, that's, you know, that could be really bad. That could be really bad. It could be really bad. I, I think we both stepped in it today. Um, uh, I was <laughs> riding we'll have, high. We'll have more friends in here to keep us in check. I think. <laughs> I think that's what we need more of. I, I think they'll rein us in a little bit, but we don't go out there as much. So we'll see. Okay. Thank uh, you all. Have thank a you. great great night, great morning, whatever you're watching this. Yes. Oh, well, we need to get you a pet, because I have a little pet named Chooky Dooky Doo.